these fucking niggas going on with this 60. Nigga, please. You going on with this shit like something fucking happening between Martin Luther King time to John Lewis time from John Lewis time to now. Nigga, please. What the fuck are you doing? Bullshit. 60 year march. Just go ahead and march. Get the fucking shit over with. This ain't nothing but a fucking fraternity show. Why didn't they step? How many they got out there? Continuing the dream, ain't this some shit? You got a fucking a bunch of the elitist niggas sitting up there. Come on, continue the fucking dream. Take the they, the best and the brightest, and some of the best and the brightest, and some of the dullest and the dumbest too, who took the best and the brightest and threw them out there for them wolves to take because they was out there too. Ain't this a motherfucker? The march on was. Fucking bunch of elitist ass niggas. That's all that is. Wanna rub elbows with the white folks. And wanna work toward freedom with the white folks now. These motherfuckers. To them, you can't be pro black. And no white. And what I mean, I would say anti, but they'll take that the fucking wrong way. Pro white, pro black, or no black. Wait a minute, what the fuck y'all been doing all that time? But what the fuck has these fraternity been doing for the last fucking 60 years? Time I was eight years old passing out fucking ballots. I've been working on this shit. Y'all been going to school, dancing and shit, trying to get your loan to school. 
Oh, you wicked ass nigga. You wicked, wicked Negro. You know y'all don't give a fuck about a nigga. Unless he could step. Don't go on with that fucking fraternity shit. We see where that fucking shit leads you. Above the lowest and in between the highest. Motherfucker. Too late for that shit now. See y'all motherfuckers conceding already. See that's the fucking thing. They're gonna go to these elitists who's gonna fucking turn over everything and still get fucked in the end. They've been doing that, you motherfuckers, and that's for 60 years y'all ain't say fuck. And then come back strong with a fraternity. That shit's not right. <laughs> We know all of this, motherfucker. We don't need you to come tell us this. Who in the fuck is this? Let me be clear, you motherfucker. Whatever historical black college done for a group, name a neighborhood where they came out of. Melting pot. See there? There you go. You ain't ready to concede nothing you want to work with. And we've been putting up with that shit. And y'all ain't been doing shit, you motherfucker. Now you want to get up on the stage, y'all have no justice, no peace. As a group, y'all ain't been doing fuck. Now this? Come on now. There wasn't no fucking fraternities watching the first time. It was average motherfucking broke, property-stricken, oppressed people. Y'all ain't nothing but some middle-class fucking folks. Middle-class still trying to get to the top. Oh, God. I ain't going to listen to it. I'm going to just record it. Good fucking night.
no, no, sí. Oh my God, they're trying to corral this shit. They're trying to fucking corral it. They lead it. Making their move. This is on Fox too, so you know Fox don't give a fuck about y'all. <clears throat> That's outrageous. I'm, I'm gonna have to go buy me a pack of cigarettes on this. Y'all, y'all going into my Angela shit, you know, and I'm not even gonna listen to it. But I'm gonna damn sure blast this shit. Come on. God, see. No justice, no peace. Y'all keep on saying that shit sound nice. That shit fucking sound nice, but y'all know that shit ain't even what y'all looking for. It's not gonna fuck y'all up. See, you some fucking dirty ass I swear. Yo, 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 just. Sound like a celebration in fraternities. That was just the beginning of uh, the 60 years since the March on Washington and actually I'm, I'm recording it on my little digital recorder. I started recording it on here and was going to publish the whole thing on the podcast but then I thought better of it. Because it's, uh, if you notice in the first one they mentioned the sororities and everything else and they always mention it invoking Dr. King's name because I did some running and just came back and left it on 
Uh, but from what I hear, you know, they uh, had a couple of Jewish speakers on there, uh, and they so they saying this march on Washington for them too. This march on Washington for the gays and uh, the trans community, the LBGQT uh, community, and they keep on saying the Reverend Martin Luther King, and instead of saying Martin Luther King. Now, for one, the or uh, to say Sharpton and the King children organized this. Reverend Al Sharpton. Now, you know, he re he readily invoked that name because of his, give him a place, a religious place. Uh, uh, and I hope he's not going for spiritual, but he's going for religious uh, uh, definition and uh, ear. Listen to him on that base, you know, about humanities and democracy. But this, 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 if you listen to him, you know, with what's going on in this country right now, really, for what they're saying, 60 years later from what we actually initial extra shit in the ain't happened yet, and they're in the office. Now, and also, you know, you. I think they forgot that we saw them these whole 60 years. We didn't just fucking slip off into no fucking oblivious and didn't notice what was going on and wasn't involved in the fight. Actually, we was doing a study and we was talking to the ones in the community. We was uh, uh, helping the other ones that needed help. We wasn't in Washington trying to change shit to give us so-called more rights that they kept refusing and you have not accomplished yet. Now, and we've seen this, we witnessed this, we saw you come into these conventions, especially in New Orleans, and with the other congressional members and shit, with all these different uh, uh, committees, parties, and we saw you when you was in New Orleans, hub-nubbing, rubbing elbows with the white folks, and what more about us niggas who was busting tables. You want more about us niggas who was sweeping the fucking floors around you. You wasn't even worrying about us niggas who was serving you. But you was rubbing with the elbows with these hobnobbers, having these fancy fucking drinks, living the life of an elitist. And you know, you expected us to be proud of it when you didn't even pay us no motherfucking notice. So you actually not in Washington fighting for us. You actually fighting for an idea that don't include us. I mean, you want to include us, you want to say you fighting for us, but really you're not fighting for us. Because really we need the basics first. Now, we're living in a land of democracy and we haven't even got the basics yet. So, when you say you are there with 51 uh, uh, years, 58 members strong, don't impress me at all. With your pink suit on, fancy looking shit, uh, uh, straight teeth. Look at the teeth of a lot of them fucking kids. If it wasn't for that damn uh, government shit they give me, they wouldn't have nothing. But you're going to be the one who say you got that for them. That's not democracy. That's a fucking handout. Allow them to do what's natural. Take care of their fucking self. But you're not doing that. You're going to go on and on and on about this democracy we're living in and how we need to become part of it. Fuck, we've been trying that since, what, 1865? A hundred and some years? Come on, please. I would say nigga, please, but I know you're being funny. But anyway, uh, 
and then in the beginning. Now, the sorority, fraternity, yeah. We witnessed you too. We saw you. We watched you. Come in these groups, powerful black groups. Something to be amazed by, impressed by. And I was in the beginning until I saw you done nothing. As a matter of fact, I saw you doing a lot of fucking wrongs. Coming on at the Bayou Classic, making out you this and this pro-black and first little white hoochie you could find you got. You know, you wasn't looking at us when we was waiting tables. You talked about us niggas down in the wall and the motherfuckers don't know nothing. But we waiting on your ass. And you asked us for the fucking drugs. Where the drugs at? Then we charge your ass out the box. But you're looking at these clowns they got on the French Quarter, hustling, pickpocket, doing anything. They got that everywhere. But you want to condemn the whole fucking city of New Orleans black because what? You offended by that shit? Because you didn't rose up to the middle class status, you got the fraternity, sorority, and you're looking down on niggas now? And then say you're fighting for these niggas? You're not fighting for them. You're fighting for a better seat at the table. You know, we've seen you coming through there. Y'all little conventions, doing this little nice shuffle dance. Hey, fucking amazing. Kids bring it back home and make dances out that kind of shit. And then y'all get it from the dance. And you're stealing right from them. Not just with that. A lot of y'all get together, form your little group, get your little club, pull your little money together and then start bringing the drugs in your own fucking self. We see ya. And at the same time, you're up here talking about Martin Luther King. What a fucking hypocrisy, all of you. And you're letting the Jews speak now. Hey, let them do their own motherfucking thing. They're always piggybacking on us and y'all always let them. The Jew dude just up there said he, they didn't have slaves. They fucking did. And not only did they have them, they financed a whole lot of the fucking slave trade. I am not lying, look at it. Look at the fucking history. But see, these so-called elitists, these sororities, sisters, fraternity brothers, they don't even know the fucking real history. They just take whatever the fuck somebody give them and say, hey, and they believe it. Dive right off in it. Study that shit till it's done. But never look into their own history. That's right out there. And some of these people, most of these people who they look down on, know it. And we look up at you, or you think we looking up at you, and we look at you and we're saying, what a fucking waste. What a fucking waste of intelligence. But you're one of the best and the brightest. Hey, you're gonna say, hey, I went to an HBCU. Excuse me, so what? What the fuck that mean? But when they prep you up to set you up so that you could be above, you better then than you worse off. Because we looking at you. And when this shit starts to kick off, you, you're the ones who are going to try to gain control. Because you say you're smart. You're the smartest one. You're the most intelligent one. But when that happens, you're still going to ignore the people at the bottom. 
the majority. You you are. Look at the black carpet. They don't where do they live? See, this is March on Washington they're talking about. And these are older black men who act like shit didn't really change. But it did change. It changed for them. Then they got a better life, they got a nice home, nice neighborhood. But they still get stopped by the motherfucking police. But they don't mind. See, black Jewish relationships. I thought, what the fuck is this? I'm proud to stand today on Caucus, she looked white to me. Now, keep my way. Yes, and fuck indeed. Do you believe this shit? They done stole the motherfucking history and gonna sit up there and say this motherfucking shit. Blacks are Jews. Not you people from Pakistan who claimed this shit when they threw you down there in Israel in 44. Come on. So you saying blacks did that? That's what she's saying. Our relationship been tested. Bitch. Boy, boy, everybody trying to get close to sounding or getting that emotional feel like Martin Luther King. Good afternoon, everybody. I am Congresswoman Akima Williams, and y'all, I proudly represent Georgia's 5th Congressional District. Yes, indeed. The cradle of the civil rights movement. 
Maybe that. Cradle of civil rights was fucking in uh, Oklahoma. Greenwood. You crazy. Louisiana. Girl, you don't march. And we can look at you and see you sit back and have your nice dinner every day. Meat place. Plant based. Lady, you didn't say much about the fucking black uh, thing going on, but you're talking about the Jews. What are they fucking endorsing? Collaborating with the fucking Jews? Let them take over. Yes, indeed. It's a new motherfucking day. War been lost already. They lost intellectually. Them smart niggas stealing it, stole it. And them niggas down there at the bottom, shit ain't gonna change for you. Cause you got the elitists against you now. We're gonna be talking about them dirty ass niggas giving us a bad name. When they should look at the past, and the whole group of us was looked at just like they are now. Y'all ain't doing shit. All right, here we go. This did not look like the little Pillsbury Doughboy. If there was Mary one. did not have blonde hair, blue eyes, and pale skin. They were in the Middle East. She was a Middle Easterner. And in the Bible it says Jesus had feet of bronze and kinky woolly hair. Color them right. Send out your Christmas cards. Next year you won't have to send out a third as many because you won't get many Christmas cards. We don't, when you sit in a Methodist church as I did for years and you look at that brown, light brown hair on that picture of Jesus at the front of the church and then you get those Christmas cards and you think, how does anybody believe this nonsense? How long can we perpetuate this myth? We'll perpetuate it as long as white people have the numbers and the power to do that. And we have that now. As long as white people determine the curriculum, there will be a curriculum that teaches the rightness of whiteness. Jesus did. That's a teacher. Holy shit, we now know that Clarence Thomas took 38 more luxury travel vacations and more gifts worth millions of dollars that he didn't report. So you have to conclude that despite the Supreme Court's non-existence ethics rules, these revelations again prove beyond a shadow of a doubt. They point the finger at Clarence Thomas, but it's a little more than him. That... 
Now, this melanin that I'm talking about, you see it in your eyes and it makes your eyes brown. But some people don't have any melanin. So when you look in the eyes, you're looking at the veins in back of the eyes and therefore the eyes look blue and green and gray because you're looking at the veins in back of the eyes. But you actually have a isis, which we call an iris, named after a black woman. You call it the iris of your eye that's named after a black woman named Isis. Now, we're talking about the inside of the brain. And these are brain cells increased to the size of a car. They look like little bubbles here. Look like little bubbles, but this brain cell is actually blown up to about the size of a car. And in the center of your brain is this thing here. Talking about the penile gland, and uh, I don't know where the rest of that went. But this white man who was in the audience at a lecture that I gave, this is the about white a man in the question and answer period, the white man said, I've sat here and I've listened to you for over one hour. And he said, if I was a black man like you, based on what you have said and what you know, I would want to kill all white people. I said to the white man, and he had tears coming down his face. I said to the white man, yeah, I understand that's what you would want to do. But I said, that's why every morning when you get out of your bed, the first thing you should do is get down on your knees and pray to God and thank God that black people don't think like white people. Because if we thought like you, if we were as vengeful and wicked, about how racist that I'm racist well that's very funny I can't be racist by definition look that up look that up in the white folks dictionary how can I be racist I've never told anyone where to live I've never told anyone what kind of jobs to have I've never kept anyone from going to the school or out of a restaurant or drinking from a fountain I've never lynched anybody so how can I be racist how can I be racist? By definition, I can't be racist. Six. The whole history of America is the history of rich white men telling not rich white people that their enemies are black and brown. It starts in the colonies of what would become the United States. Let's remember, during the colonial period, mid-1600s, there was no such thing as white people. I know some people who are now called white find that shocking. Because they think whiteness is real. But whiteness was created. Europeans didn't call themselves white. We didn't call ourselves white. We weren't all members of one big happy family. Are you kidding? Have you studied the history of Europe? The history of Europe was about killing each other. That's what we did in Europe. We just killed each other before we figured out there were other people to kill. We just killed each other. Right? I mean, that was the history of Europe. The English hated the Irish. Right? Northern Italians didn't even think that Southern Italians were Italians. The Germans hated everybody. And everybody hated their ass right back. Right? There was no team called... Let me say that again. 
Okay. It a teacher go Why again. do we hate? We hate because we're taught to hate. We hate because we're ignorant. We are the product of ignorant people who have been taught an ignorant thing, which is that there are four or five different races. There are not four or five different races. There's only one race on the face of the earth, and we're all members of that race, the human race. But we, but we have separated people into racists so that some of us can see ourselves as superior to the others. We thought it would work, I guess. It hasn't worked. It has been bad for everyone. But it's time to get over this business. There is no gene for racism. There's no gene for bigotry. You're not born a bigot. You have to learn to be a bigot. Anything you learn, you can unlearn. It's time to unlearn our bigotry. It's time to get over this thing, and we best get over it pretty soon. I'm an educator, and it's my business as an educator to lead, lead people out of ignorance. The ignorance Janet Elliott. thinking that you're better or worse than someone else because of the amount of a pigment in your skin. Pigmentation in your skin has nothing to do with intelligence or with your worth as now we about to have the same thing go on with uh why do we have yellow high yellow the yellow and the bright blacks that your european and american prosperity has only been accomplished the robbery of africa and its people everyone knows this to be a fact the European researchers no longer even hide this. They say Africa was of some significance. This is Putin. But I say the majority of their power comes from robbery and the slave trade. Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia, has announced that he has canceled Africa's debts to his country and is willing to work with African nations to build a brighter economic future. Why? This decision is that he has canceled Africa's debts to his country and is willing to work with African nations to build a brighter economic future. This decision sent shockwaves across and they want the us to hate Russia. community mm. and has given hope to millions of Africans who have been struggling under the weight of debt for far too long. Yes. But they want us to hate Putin and, you know, uh, be pro-Ukraine when Ukraine and these border states didn't give a fuck about the blacks trying to escape when the war initially broke out. Yeah, I know people gonna say, you talking shit, nigga. Okay, I'm talking shit there. But the thing is, United States and most of Europe got a fucking stronghold, such a stronghold on uh, Africa, all of Africa, that they cannot even take care of themselves. So, you know, the thing is, <laughs> The monetary shit about to change and it about to not be based on a dollar no more. And see, that's what they're truly fucking fighting against. You know, China, who cares what China do, you know? China isolated, ignorant, staying by themselves anyway, especially with this shit that they're doing in Africa. So, you know, fuck them. But, you know, they're trying to make you hate Putin because Putin's trying to give or offering Africa aid in a way to get out of their poverty-stricken slavery that the European hold them to. That's right. That'll wake your ass up. When you want to conquer a people, you give them a myth, you get them to believe the myth, and then you have, through repetition, have them form the habit of believing the myth. We've been trained to think about Europeans as our gods. So... We're at war with who? We're at war with God, 
because we still, many of us, believe in the white image of Jesus as his son. We know that his father must also be white. So are you trying to tell me we're at war with that? The thing about being conscious and truthful is you've got to be tough. you got to be ready to get the fight because people are always going to try to take advantage of you because if you're winning, they're losing. And those guys cheat and you don't. So you got to be, they got to know not to play with you. They got to know you got, you can't really think that you're just going to have an opinion without some muscle. Our black, also our mindset official. Of resistance. Even that's in Los at, Angeles that's here, where they're coming off that site. started because they were combating white supremacist groups that were targeting black people in certain neighborhoods. So street gangs were created to really battle them. Nah, and they want to tell you gangs was bad. What? This what is it about? Is heavy. What's the reason? What people don't realize is, as Dr. Frances Presswell's and said in her book titled The ISIS Papers, you're dealing with the war of genetic annihilation. White people black, are dying dude. faster than they are being born. And this is according Young to the United States Census Bureau. They have determined that by the year 2042, white people will be the minority in America. They're currently the majority. When it comes to the birthing rates, the majority of abortion clinics, roughly 78 to 82 percent of them, are in the inner city neighborhoods, black, brown, and impoverished neighborhoods. The majority of fertility clinics are in the higher neighborhoods, higher zip code, people who make more money, and for the majority, white or again, those who are in a higher tax bracket. You have to look at that. This is a strategic assault on people who are black, brown, and impoverished. It is absolutely a guaranteed strategic maneuver to get rid of human beings. And you say, why are they just focusing on population control? People really want to look at white people collectively and say, well, look, I got some white friends. They ain't like that. My wife is white. She ain't like that. You, you don't get it. It's the system <laughs> of white supremacy. Come on. She may What is it about? I cannot understand why black people who have been subjected to the ugliness that they've been subjected to in this country can get up every morning and go to work among us and not be absolutely furious. The civilization the teacher, we have yeah. in Europe today was brought to us it's by black people. Even black people don't know lives. that. Even many, many huh? black people don't know that. They don't know that the Moors, they were West Africans and North Africans and Central Africans. That That's all y'all know about the Moors. It was a whole lot before the Moors. They showed us how to use soap, how to be clean, how to, to behave like a decent human being, you know? All these things we didn't know that before the Moors brought civilization to Spain. Did you know that the Moors ruled in Spain for 700 years? Where is that in our history books? It's nowhere to be found. Because knowing your true history is knowing your true power. So of course they have to hide that history from you people. Giving black people that power of having ones ruled over white people. I cannot. Another. 1482. Leonardo da Vinci was commissioned to paint a painting of Christ and the 12 disciples. This was 1482, 10 years before Columbus set sail, because that painting would be the greatest weapon used in colonialism and still is right now, because many black people around the world still have that original uh, Last Supper. And so when Leonardo was asked to paint that picture, he got his uncle to actually sit in, and this is an historic record. He got his uncle to sit in and pose as Christ. And he got 12 criminals from a local jail who happened to be available to sit in as the 12 disciples. A young brother heavy too, that's on KSX. Uh, let me see, unlearned. Yeah, well, that's the 1482. Leonardo <laughs> it's da Vinci at, oh, our was black, commissioned our to paint a painting 
of Christ and the 12 disciples. This was 1482, 10 years before Columbus set sail because that painting would be the greatest weapon used in colonialism and Something still is Johnson right now because many black people around the world still have that original uh, Last Supper. And there so is when Leonardo was asked to paint that picture, he got his uncle to actually sit in. And this is an historic record. He got his uncle to sit in and pose as Christ. And he got 12 criminals from a local jail who happened to be available to sit in as the 12 disciples. Yeah, boy. That's some shit, huh? is is keeping your antenna and paying attention to the things that are going on or going on in your life mm -hmm. inside your body and outside you gotta stay woke mm -hmm. you know it's and it's just been obscured we've been taking it back you know because woke is a, is a necessary thing for people mm -hmm. you gotta be aware in tune in alignment the nature and the things that are going on I don't know who that was, but she pretty tough. They did a grand thing when they took that discipline away from us because when they made our parents afraid to discipline the children, then what happened? We found out Bailey, that the teachers were afraid of the principal. The principal were scared four. of the superintendents. Superintendent was scared of the school Bailey board. School board was scared of the parents. Off of Chase the children, of and the children Tennessee. ain't scared of nobody. And they ain't. And I hate to shoot somebody fucking child. I'm not apologizing, and I'm not bending my knees and bowing my head, scratching where I don't itch, shuffling and going on. I stand up like a man for all the black men that have died swinging on a tree. I stand up like a man. I stand up like all a man Muslim. for all the babies that need a man to look out. I'll stand up as a man. I'll stand up as a man for all the women that don't know what a man looks like. I'll stand up like a man. And if I must die, so what? I'm no better than Jesus. I'm no better than the Hebrew boys. I'm no better than the prophets. I'm no better than Marcus Garvey, Noble Drew Ali, Booker T. Washington, W.E.B. Du Bois, Paul Robeson, David Walker, Nat Turner, Sojourner, Truth, Harriet Tubman. I'm no better than Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. I'm no better. It pleases me to die because I know I can never die anymore. I don't know. All right, let's do this. Oh, say, can you see? Essence. I don't know if that Jill's got or what. I might go to jail for this. Essence. Essence, you 
attention to the type of questions he's asking me. He said, hey, do you like Jews? I heard you don't like Jews. I said, I don't like nobody. Jews, niggers, Asians, blacks, whites, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, Cubans, dogs, horses, fish, roaches, worms, butterflies, ants. Nigga, I don't like nothing. I don't know who in the fuck that was. And I don't know how he got there. And I am so sorry. Some fucking string bean black motherfucker. I don't even want to fucking disgrace her with that shit. It looked like a fucking roast to tell the truth. Alright. Let's see if I can get it now. Because I'm running out. No, I'm not running out, but it's kind of... I had a whole bunch of them there and look like it's buffering. There you go. Hey, what's up, my people? Here at Akuwanes, we do not condone racism or anything that divides humanity, but we California. speak the truth, okay? After you hear this, get your black behind outside and go tap into the sun. You are a sun being. Can no sun give you no cancer? You are a sun being, all right? Get out there with your water and your oil. Let's go, my people. Let's go. By the time these young people get ready to have children, they will realize that as the hole in the ozone layer gets larger and larger, more and more sunlight is allowed to enter our environment, and more and more people who have pale faces are going to die of melanoma, which is a skin cancer that you get if you don't have enough melanin in your skin. Let me tell you, people of color are going to be very much in demand for reproduction in the future. Mark my words, you're laughing now, but you wait. 20, 20 years. You won't even have to wait 20 years because they're going to see that they. Now, you can see that shit going on right now. Whites fear violence from us. We do not have a history of killing white people. White people have a history of killing us. On this on. K-Sex out of Tennessee looks like somebody out of Tennessee posted it. What you fear, and it's a deep guilt thing. Everybody know who that, that is. folks suffer, you are afraid that if we ever come to power, we will do to you and your fathers what you and your people have done to us. And I think you are judging us by the state of your own mind and that is not necessarily the mind of black people now the thing is uh they don't have to worry about that because when it comes to pass you know it will be the black elitists in there uh standing side by side with the jews and the other groups and they will not lead totally by themselves or even try to they're gonna concede everything and still be led my people. Whites. So this dude is pretty tough. And I asked her, I said, you're asking me to prove to you that there was no Adam, there was no Eve, there was no Noah. There was, you're asking me to prove this to you 
This is the Reverend uh, Posted out of Memphis, Tennessee. Who taught you this to on prove our black to you then that they existed? No. The answer is no. I didn't do it. I was raised with a belief system. I was raised in a belief system. And I accepted it, I digested it without ever verifying the existence of anybody I had been taught about. Can I get a witness? Yes. If you would be honest with me, you have to say, well, he is telling the truth. He's telling the truth. Telling the truth, because that is right. We didn't stop to ask for proof. And we grew up believing it until somewhere in our psychopath and our of humble it is when you put yourself in a lesser position and put somebody in a higher position and honor them over you oh no no now the african would tell you i am i am great there's nobody greater but i'm not greater than other people i know my place Dr. Gabriel Iebo, the great mathematician, said, own your greatness. Because that's what our young people are looking for. You, you, you hear rap music, that's all they talk about. About being big, bad, I got all this. Whether they do or not is another story. Dr. Shibai. It's one disease. The judge said, what is it? I said, you already know. I said, Rana, when someone has sinusitis, what is obstructing the nasal passage? She said, mucus. And when another has bronchitis, what is obstructing the bronchial tubes? She said, mucus. And when another has pneumonia, what's covering the cells of the, of the lungs? She said, mucus. She said, and what about AIDS? He want to know where the mucus. I said, Rana, have you been to an AIDS ward? She said, yes. I said, what is it that the AIDS spits up every five minutes? She said, mucus. Where is the mucus? It's in the skin, it's in the blood, and the lymphatic system that makes up the immunological system. That is where you find the mucus. Mr. Victor Herbert, this one. <laughs> he tells. He's tough. Within 30 years, white people will be in the numerical minority in this country is going to be traumatic. White people are scared to death right now, particularly white males. They're scared to death that they are going to lose their power in the future. And they are. Now that I shouldn't put it there, because it's actually uh, wasn't that good. Brother Malcolm, let's see what he got to say. 
Laws. Well, the, the laws here in America were made white by white people for the benefit of white people. The Constitution was written by whites for the benefit of whites. It was never written for the benefit of blacks. And, and when you read the Constitution, I think in Article 1, se Section Article 1, Section 2, or Section 1, Article 1, some one of the two, and it's in the Constitution, it says that uh, it classifies black people as three-fifths of a man. Three-fifths of a man, subhuman, less than a human being. It relegates us to the level of cattle, hogs, chickens, cows, a commodity that could be bought and sold at the will of the master. No, it was written by whites for the benefit of whites and to the detriment of blacks. And when a black man stands up talking about his constitutional rights, he's out of his mind. Nah, these elitists. All right, here we go. I don't think people gonna recognize this. No one has ever turned, returned any favors to us. As a people, we have always been hospitable to strangers, mostly the wrong stranger. John Henry Clark. And what we have to understand now, in the period of superior brainwashing, is that there is no European answer for African problems. Either Africans find a solution to African problems or there is no solution. And if you don't find a solution soon, you go back into slavery. As for friends, you have had no friends. When they discovered you, they began to prey on you. Who are you kidding about friends in the world? Damn it, if you want a friend, look in the mirror. I trust you more than any white man on this planet. Yeah. And I'm never gonna trust nobody but black people. Gotcha. Black people yeah. are perfect, man. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Come on, smart. Don't do that. Why are you now laughing? You see, you see what you're doing? I'm asking you. I know what you're doing. Just, no, you're what am I doing? You're pointing out every little thing. Why are you because, laughing? Because body language. Let me, I'm gonna tell you why. Oh. Listen, I gotta tell you. Because nah. we've been taught. I'm gonna keep it real with you, bro. Yeah. We've been taught. You know what I call white people? I call them recessive, right? Yeah. We are genetically superior than any other race on this planet. This is a fact. Black people are genetically superior. Yeah. Period. But they make it seem like we are inferior. Yeah. We are the majority, but they make it seem like we're the minority. He's the minority. You're the majority. Yeah. So, when I tell you black people are perfect, yeah. that's not a joke. That's not a... It, we, we have to... When I tell you the greatest woman on this planet is a black woman, that's not a joke. Nah, stop laughing at that shit. Hey, nigga, you crazy. <laughs> That's fucking crazy to say something this like that. This is the only continent that has welcomed all civilizations. This is Africa. We started Profess with the Arabs. Professor Paul Lamumba. Then came the Portuguese. We welcomed them. They abused us. And then the Dutch came. We welcomed them. They abused us. Then the Italians came, we welcomed them, they abused us. Then the Germans came, we welcomed them, they abused us. Then the French came, we welcomed them, they abused us. Then the English came, we welcomed them and they abused us. Then the Indians came, we welcomed them and they abused us. Then the Lebanese came, we welcomed them, they abused us. Now the Chinese are coming, we are welcoming them and they are abusing us. We must stop this, and we can only stop this through self-realization. Self-realization. 
right? I'm uh, looking for some more. I think I didn't finish all of them on this one. And that was trans. But uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing that uh, all this is going on. And uh, these elitists up there marching on Washington, ain't nobody brought name one of these people like this to say anything. Uh, and I think, you the know, only continent that has we just falling back into the same trap. Uh, to hear what this gentleman is going to say about what their greatest fear is with black folks. It is the stupidity of man to think that he can do evil, even some monstrous evil, and it won't have any backlash on himself. But of course, it seldom works that way. And the moment he figures that out, he starts looking for a way to avoid the repercussions of what he's done. This is what happened with slavery. In the early 1800s, as it began to look like the end of slavery might be on the horizon, white America started to be concerned that a day of reckoning was coming. The primary fear for the average person was of retribution and insurrection, and that was a reasonable fear. After all, it's illogical to think that you can do to a whole group of people what was done to African Americans and think that they will just take it lying down forever. And of course, there were things like the Nat Turner uprisings. But for the wealthy elite... Now, the black elitists, the black intellects are going to be the buffer between this and they're building that buffer right now. Uh, I'm not sure if it was an uh, idea that they came up upon themselves or had someone promoted through uh, Sharpton and or King, but I've been hearing about the march for a minute. I just didn't know it happened this fast, but that's the buffer. It's, they don't have to worry about anything. Their fears went beyond things like insurrection. They were worried about the financial impact. Remember, it was not just the cotton plantations that profited from slavery. Whether you're talking about the banks uh, or the insurance companies, uh, the railroads, even the newspapers. Who owned the, the banks, who owned the insurance companies. Every aspect of the American economy was at some level or another invested in the slave business. No. You also need to recognize that for the wealthy elitist who controlled this system, slaves were an asset as long as they were slaves. But at the moment they are set free, they become a liability. And what the elite knew was that the end of slavery would instantly release four million people into the economy who had been kept uneducated and effectively unemployable anywhere but the cotton field. The other fear that these people had was intermarriage between blacks and whites would lead to a loss of racial purity. The question was, what were they going to do about it? And their initial thought was that they would just send all the slaves back to Africa. This plan was called colonization, and it had broad support among the wealthy elite. In fact, the American Colonization Society was even funded by the United States Congress. But in the end, colonization proved to be unworkable and the idea was eventually scrapped. But about that same time, a new philosophy was emerging in the world. It was called eugenics. Get and it? for some, it seemed like the perfect solution to, had, to what had become known as the Negro Dilemma. You just better watch the buffer that's gonna be going on. New York vibration. This is the story of 
the Okoy Massacre in Florida. Orange County, as well as the rest of Florida, have been politically dominated by Southern white Democrats since the end of the Reconstruction. But in the weeks leading up to the presidential election of 1920, African Americans throughout the South were registered to vote in record numbers. At the same time, the Ku Klux Klan was experiencing a revival and had established many new chapters since 1915. Three weeks before election day, the Ku Klux Klan warned the African American community that not a single Negro would be permitted to vote. Judge John Moses Cheney, a Republican running, this is the So interesting. Let's see what this story of. See what this. Your passport number, your DUNS number. I think we've done this, but I'm going to do it again. Your social security number, your EIN. What do they all have in common? They're nine digits. All of them. Y'all want to hear something funny? I do. Herman Dossie LLC. You get your name as an LLC. Six six six. Go own your name. Make it LLC. Telling you six 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 evil. Right? We'll turn six on the light. Electricity bill. Drawn. Guess what number I'm giving them? My EIN. Building up my business credit. Because they're going to ask for a number. Guess what nine digits I give them? The EIN number. All right? Free game. Start building up your business credit. Your past. Yep. It's telling you 666 is evil. Okay. Let's see what they're saying here. Listen to the Passport number. Listen and pay Let me go quickly ask you what you make of Clarence Thomas's concurrence. Yeah, that is a shameful manifestation of a lethal and malignant black self-hatred that continues to express itself in the derision that he holds black people. This is an unfortunate and remarkable situation where a black man who used affirmative action because his mediocrity is not a secret. He barely speaks in the Supreme Court. His inarticulate vows continue to manifest an intelligence that is quite markedly uh, inferior. And yet he has the ability and the power to kill black people metaphorically by lifting up the very ladder that he used to get up on affirmative action. Yeah. This is so foul and nefarious in so many ways. Yes, it is, huh? Yes, it is. Yep, we heard that one. Let's see this one. This is why I only focus on black people all the time. There is a narrative that black people are violent, but it was created by some of the most violent people of all. Here are four massacres among the hundreds that have been omitted from current history books. Wilmington, North Carolina Massacre. The 1898 Wilmington insurrection was a meticulously planned assault aimed at driving all blacks from the government, disenfranchising black citizens, and destroying black businesses. Once whites started randomly attacking blacks all over the city, over 100 black citizens were murdered, and even more businesses were destroyed. Elaine Massacre. The Elaine, Arkansas massacre took place in September 1919 as black sharecroppers gathered to discuss improved pay and higher cotton prices for black Americans. During their meeting, a white mob, angry at them for wanting better pay, 
began shooting at them. When black farmers returned fire, white supremacists accused them of instigating a riot. Once news of the confrontation spread, white supremacists went around attacking every black person they could find. This would result in hundreds of black Americans dying. Others in our community were also indicted for inciting violence and sentenced to death. Rosewood, Florida Massacre. On January 1st, 1923, a violent assault was carried out in the predominantly black town of Rosewood, Florida. The massacre was instigated by the rumor that a white woman had been sexually assaulted by black men. Once the assault was over, nearly the entire area of Rosewood would be burned and black people would be chased off. Okoe, Florida. In the early 1900s, Okoe was home to many blacks who owned over 330 acres of land. When black American ancestors began pooling their resources to pay their own politicians to support their group interests, white supremacists sought to neutralize this power. At least 50 black Americans were murdered in a brutal election day assault on November 2, 1920. To this day, all the land has been taken over. This is why it's so important to know history. Events like these happen all over the country and are either ignored or left out of history books. Remember these stories when there's talk of black-on-black -black crime, black violence, and looting businesses. Always feed people who come at you a spoonful of their own medicine. Yes, sir. Uh, and uh, I do need to uh, say that uh, these uh, things that I'm doing, I just want to uh, let people know. I do appreciate that I'm passing this along and I hope uh, nobody minds. Okay, that's six police officers, yeah. Whatever. Uh, new note, new note, let's go. I got more here, I know this. All right. Let's see what this is. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I'm saying to you, we've not called for the killing of white people. At least for now. I can't that's, guarantee the future. That Julius I mean, you'd understand Lima. somebody watching that, especially as it gets shared on Twitter, they freak out. Ah, it sounds like a genocidal ah, call. Ah, cry babies. Cry babies. I'm not calling for the, the slaughter the, of white people, at least for now. The, uh, we, uh, I can't give you a guarantee of the future. Especially when things are going the way they are. Subtext. Especially things, if things are going the way they are, there will be a revolution in this country, I can tell you now. There will be an unled revolution. An unled revolution is the highest form of anarchy. Now, and he's scared. Young blood out of Chicago. What if I told you that some of the shootings in Chicago that are labeled as black on black crime or gang violence are actually done by white supremacists <laughs> in white gangs. I've been saying that. Case in point, this man drove over 30 miles from Woodridge, Illinois to Inglewood, one of the most impoverished neighborhoods in Chicago with one of the highest rates of gun violence due to unresolved systemic racism with thousands of rounds of ammunition and several guns. And he wasn't just there with weapons. He shot into the park at 3.30 in the morning on Thursday, August 4th. Sounds very similar to what happened in Buffalo, New York. Meaning it seems like he was there to survey the scene to carry out another mass shooting. I challenge you all to consider that these guys are never lone wolves and also just because he got caught does not mean thousands of others have not. No, I've been saying that shit. 
Okay, little sister, let's put you out here again. All right, Carl. Did you know there's a difference between plant-based people and animal-based people? Did you know there's a reason why animal-based people have lice and plant-based people don't? Did you know that animal-based people require animal protein to survive? Plant-based people can only can live off of straight fruits, vegetables, and water. Plant-based people get charged by the sun electrically. Animal-based people get burned by the sun and their cells die off. Animal-based people have a higher risk of ovarian cancer by the age of 30. Plant-based people can have as many children as they want. I can't see her name. If an animal-based person gets tased, they could possibly die. I want to die. see her name. I if just a plant-based person gets tased, it just charges them chase up. It's she got a little like a ash in them. Must have been an ash Wednesday. Six, six, six. Six protons, six neutrons, six electrons, carbon, melanin. And they say nine, nine, nine. It's a thing to watch out for, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I did that one yesterday. No, I don't want that one. Let's do this one. It said yes. This is Alpha Chase X. Come on now. It's buffering. All right, let's do it. All right, Do you know on. why they won't teach us the history of Egypt? After you have shackled and enslaved a people, branded, castrated, this, this is a white girl, lynched, burned, and tortured them, you called them three-fifths of a man, subspecies, an ape, a monkey, and a general inferior creation, how can we then admit that they are our teachers and the ones who gave us civilization? How can we admit that we descended from Greece and from Rome and that Greece and Rome stole everything, everything they knew from Egypt. How to admit that? There's no room in a white supremacist psyche for black contributions to civilization or world progress. This reaches too far into the consciousness of the so-called objective white scholars of academia and their black-skinned counterparts. This is like asking a Nazi to accept the Jewish origins of Nazism and of Hitler, if that were the case. They couldn't accept it if it were true any more than the white supremacists can accept the African origins of civilization, the African origins of Christianity, the African origins of science, the African origins of everything. Philosophy originated in Egypt. Math originated in Egypt. Theology originated in Egypt. Philosophy originated in Egypt. Letters originated in Egypt. In Everything Africa. started there. It started in Africa, not in Egypt. They were as ancient to the Romans as the Romans now are to us. And that's what we don't really understand because we live now. We don't really understand that the pyramids are 5,000 years old. Older. And that the Romans only date back two and a half thousand years. Like, really think about that. Oh. that's the world we live in. A world of lies. I'm reading from J. California Cooper's book, The Wake of the Wind. I am Africa, 
I am a place, I am a state of mind. Hundreds of years ago, my children lived free. We had our skirmishes within my shores, even small wars that did not disturb my great and sprawling land. We were not perfect, but we never lift our shores to seek to destroy or rob any other culture or people, to steal the fruit of their land or mines and leave the land and people ravaged. Nor did we seek to steal any people's love of themselves, nor tell other people they were ignorant savages and inferior while we were superior, as the white ones said to us. They lied so much and long they began to believe it themselves. They cried God with their mouths while holding a knife in one hand and a gun in the other, slicing and firing at vibrant life. They also brought with them other diseases, including endless greed, envy, and hate. Our nations changed. They killed for land, women, or gold, spreading their savageness to all others. And now, they have influenced others. Anathema. Enough. How do we repay our debt to black people? I really want white people to think about it. Yeah. The Melita's about to take over this shit and gonna uh, tell us what we know, what's best for all of us. Wikipedia, Dr. George, I gotta find her though. I gotta find her because I got one here with her. Okay, Dr. Joy, let's say yes. We did this one already, little sister. You're all over the place. Learn children, knowledge, black law. Think I did that one. Maps, mm, map of black population looking for places to live. Blue Runner Home. Home. Okay, look like that is it. Damn, and I'm surprised. I'm gonna put this one last one out here. That's one of the biggest reasons for LGBTQ. And I'm not against no homosexual or no lesbian. I love all African people, but I reserve the right to disagree with any lifestyle that threatens the survival of the traditional African family. LGBTQ is the new birth control pill. Why do I say that? Two men cannot reproduce. Two women cannot reproduce. And now they're even transgenderizing our children. Do you know what that means? They're manipulating and indoctrinating African children to undergo sexual surgery so they'll never be able to reproduce again. Why do you think Kamala Harris is traveling throughout Africa trying to convince African countries to legalize gay marriage? Why does America care how Africa chooses to run its society? What do you care about marriage in Africa? Because if we can invade African culture to the point where we can manipulate African children into same-sex relationships or outright transgenderism, which is the extermination of your bloodline, we can start predicting the reduction of the African population. They'll never be able to get rid of all African people, but they can damn sure make a dent in our numbers. But more than that, they can disrupt the natural, traditional, healthy, cultural way that we live our lives build our families and run our societies. LGBTQ is one of the greatest weapons of white supremacy against the survival of African people. Nah, and see, people fucking think shit's going on while you got their leaders up here in Washington uh, marching with the Jews and these other so-called camaraderie groups, you know, 
uh, these intellects, they're just not even mentioning them. They don't even know, and actually a lot of them take part in these clinics and these policies that's going on for the detriment of, for the detriment of their own people. So, you know, behold the pale horse. All right, I'm gonna put these last few out there, and it's only because, you know, I think it's really good and something needs to be said, especially with this shit going on in Washington right now. And they're telling us, you know, now get with it. The elitists. Did you know that based off the last 50 years of genetic discoveries, it's been proven that the more melanin a person's body naturally produces, the more biological capabilities that that person has. Higher concentrations of melanin have been linked to better eyesight, protection from harmful ultraviolet rays, reduced aging effects, which is the reason why in the black community we hear the phrase black don't crack. Turns out there's actually some real science behind that. And with higher concentrations of melanin, it's even been shown to be linked to having higher cognitive functions. Yeah. The people groups that naturally produce the most melanin in the world are people of African ancestry. Sources are in the description below. Something to tell you something wrong with black, something wrong with 666. God damn. We ain't got shit going for us, huh? Black is powerful. The more melanin you have, the more information your brain can store. The more melanin you have, the faster the nerve transmissions are. The more melanin you have, the more sound you absorb in your ear, so you hear the full range of sound. No other race can do that. The more melanin you have, the and more color you can absorb in your America. eyes. That's why your eyes are brown. You actually see the full color. Melanin pigment, right? Right. It's so unbelievable, George. They're using it in computer chips now because it has an ability to transduce electrical energy. Can you imagine this? It has this incredible ability to hold on to and transduce and manipulate electrons, electronic energy and photons. Niggas disappearing off the streets and you wonder why. Fucked up, huh? Black. Niggas disappearing off the street and you wonder why. Where they getting that fucking melanin from? Who's donating it? <laughs> it's the reason people are concerned about the words they use, Hell, the reason white Americans girl going care off. about civil rights, the reason we are sensitive uh, to it's for one issue and one issue only, and that Katie. is how black Americans were treated in this country. It is because of of the legacy of slavery and Jim Crow. They kind of embarrass Do not compare Irish, you know, the new group, they always get a little bad treatment. Do not compare that to how blacks are treated in this country. You don't get to piggyback on the black experience in America. You do not get to do that just because you are a woman, an immigrant, gay, um, Hispanic. No, the rest of you can go F yourselves. No, this is for black Americans. We seem to have forgotten them. It's not a rainbow coalition. Um, various groups, feminists, gay rights groups, and, and those are defending immigrants. <laughs> yep, everybody get the piggyback. Now, this is Dr. Uh, Sabi's son. 
What's one of the fakest vegetables in the world? Uh, broccoli on there, spinach, kale. Uh, one thing I recommend to people is like the cane sugar. Cane sugar? Yeah. I'll tell people that too. <laughs> cane sugar is like the, this drug or like the cane, you know? People like to squeeze the cane, the Caribbean. So I don't recommend to nobody. No cane. cane. No cane sugar. That's like cocaine. All right, let's go to do the war chant. Never happened. This is in Africa. New World Order overdue. LBNN Julius Maliba. Leads political something something. Hockey sticking away. Economic freedom fighters. Attention. Let that go one more time, huh? Just one more time. Read more of that on LimitlessNews.com. LimitlessNews. I gotta check this shit out. Attention! Yes, sir. We going to fucking sleep. Are there Egyptian artifacts in the Grand Canyon? Scientists say that the Grand Canyon was formed by the Colorado River. The canyon is 277 miles long, 18 miles wide, and 6,000 feet deep. What they tell us is that a river supposedly cut out all of this. It practically looks like sections of the canyon were carved out. There are many interesting things you can find in the canyon, like these mysterious doorways. A quick Google search will show you there have been many articles written about finding Egyptian artifacts in the canyon. Apparently there are pyramids, sphinxes, mummies, and numerous other artifacts that have been found in the canyon. And that's all chased there as well. There are also parts of the Grand Canyon that are off limits to the public. So what is really hiding in the Grand Canyon and is there an alternate history that hasn't been shared with us? Show you that, Dave. We was here a long time ago. Okay, I got six minutes. During the antebellum period, all the way going back hundreds of years, so I find it fascinating. And the psychological research has found recently that white folks in particular tend to view black men as bigger than they are, older than they are, and more aggressive than they are. Uh, there was a study done not too long ago with white folks, not even the Darren Wilsons of the world, forget him for a minute done with white liberal folks and liberal this is in the on sense that new york work overt bias they didn't have any but then they took these non-biased white folks no shy brain scan imaging machines and started flashing really shy fast nits. 85 milliseconds subliminal images on a computer so fast that your conscious mind doesn't even sky know what you saw, but your subconscious does some of the images were really meaningless a blade of grass a bunny rabbit whatever a basketball. it didn't really do anything on the brain image machine but then they showed a black male face for 85 milliseconds. And that part of the brain that responds to fear, anxiety, and stress lit up like a Christmas tree. No. As long as that image was on the screen. And then when it was during the I'm not racist. The answer. You do nothing to me. You can't do nothing to me. Absolutely nothing. This you is the blood and this is an affiliate thing. You are powerless in this situation. 
Hank Newsom, that violent gang member, that violent gang member know they're nothing without the badge. This dude's name is Hank Newsom. Turn the music back on. He got the ass on camera. Two police just standing there. You are powerless in this situation. The only reason you're standing here is because you're trying to hold on to some shred of pride, but it's gone. Without that badge, you ain't shit. And guess what? From 164 to 163, your bags don't mean shit. Fuck you. Fuck you and your shield, bitch. Nah. Nah. I think I got one more. I think there are two ways in which people are controlled. First of all, frighten people. And secondly, demoralize them. An educated, healthy, and confident nation is harder to govern. And I think there's an element in the thinking of some people. We don't want people to be educated, healthy, and confident. Our black hours are chase The top 1% of the world's population own 80% of the world's wealth. It's incredible that people put up with it. They're poor, they're demoralized, they're frightened, and therefore they think perhaps the safest thing to do is take orders and hope for the best. You heard that, huh? Think there are two let's do it one more time. People are controlled. First of all, frighten people, and secondly, demoralize them. An educated, healthy, and confident nation is harder to govern. And I think there's an element in the thinking of some people. We don't want people to be educated, healthy, and confident because they would get out of control. <laughs> the top 1% of the world's population own 80% of the world's wealth. It's incredible that people put up with it. They're poor, they're demoralized, they're frightened, and therefore they think perhaps the safest thing to do is take orders and hope for the best. Okay, I'm going to end now. Uh, only got two minutes left, but, you know, thing is, uh, I didn't even want to speak about this uh, march, but it started out with that, you know, and I think the thing about it, we really got to look at how we setting ourselves up again for this failure that's going to happen. If we keep on going where we're going with the elitists showing up, the intellects showing up, the ones with the money, the hobnobbers show up, you know, shit ain't gonna change. It's just gonna change hands. And you gotta look at, and they, a lot of them go on about ancient Roman. You gotta look at the Mediterranean in ancient time. It was full of passe blancs, just like New Orleans, Louisiana, in the French Quarter, and many other places around this country where they had their isolated pockets of elitist black who was because of their skin tone was able to send their children because of the master to Europe the ones that they didn't put in the field and fuck but you know we need to think about that shit the shit about to change and if you you know it don't change change it ain't gonna never change later bulldog out so know that a shit storm is coming. Lines are being drawn. And it's going to be shit's about to change. It's going to change for the better or for the worse. I think for the worse. 
because there still won't be any unity. Uh, again, I said it's going to be the elitist, the intellect, who's going to say we can't do that uh, to them just because they did it to us. And that's not, unless it's not, I mean, it shouldn't be no violence if it can be, but I mean, damn. But the thing is, you know, it's going to be that dead lines been drawn. It's a shit storm a coming. So just hold on. Poor man, be careful.